Hello and welcome to People Are Poetry, the podcast that celebrates one person and one story at a time, championing other people in the lives they lead and learning from the powerful lessons they teach us as we, too, keep courageously choosing to do all that we need to do to show up and to love others as our authentic and poetic selves. My name is Danielle. I'm your host and the founder of Forum By, from which this podcast was inspired. Come check it out using the Instagram handle at forumby underscore. I'm so glad that you chose to tune in today. And so, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of People Are Poetry. My name is Danielle and I'm so glad that you've chosen to tune in to series two of this podcast which is exploring just how the stories we tell ourselves can empower us to thrive in every area of our lives. Today, I'm joined by my lovely friend Liz to explore more about how the stories we tell ourselves can empower us to love ourselves well. Liz, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Um, Could you possibly introduce yourself for the people listening who might not know you? Yeah, of course. So I'm Liz, but also known as Little Liz. Um, so um, <laughs> I make um, a YouTube and a podcast myself. Um, my podcast is just my spoken word pieces. Um, and then my YouTube is, um, well, it was kind of started as a um, portfolio towards a dream of working in children's TV. But um, all the content is actually that. mindfulness and mental health based kind of coping strategies and self esteem, things like that. Um, so that kind of came from um, my own experience in a way. I also then, um, after sort of lo- lots of counselling and things that I went through, um, I later co-developed um, and co-wrote a trauma-informed coping skills course for teenagers. Um, so I did oh, that good. With a, Yeah, it was really cool, actually. So that was with a psychotherapist. Um, she was an art psychotherapist. So um, what well, is an art psychotherapist? Actually, not was. Um, and then... Um, <laughs> So, yeah, we, we taught a lot of kind of coping skills then about trauma in the brain and, and what are kind of just like um, neurotypical responses to trauma. So that, you know, I think often people can feel like they're a bit weird when they feel anxious and panicked and things like that. But mm-hmm. actually a lot of those things are really normal brain responses. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I did that. And then I later worked um, for a... Um, sexual violence organization so supported people who had experienced um, sexual violence so um, in that I had Mm -hmm. like different types of training so I had like suicide intervention training and had one that was called like sure for mental health so it's a bit like a mental health first aid course Um, I did things like Mm -hmm. um, awareness of autism and counseling stuff like that so there's loads of different Mm -hmm. training um, in that so yeah I guess all of that experience is what backs up things I do in little letters plus um stuff I read in my own time um so yeah I guess that's a the bit about me that's kind of important (laughs) I love it no I love it so much I I was gonna say like as I'm listening to all your experience it makes so much sense that you've had all this experience because you kind of tie it tie it all up together wonderfully in the content that you produce now it just it just shows like that's why I was so drawn to your page like the content that you produce about that promotes self-love and self-care and and actually like normalizes um our like anxiety because anxiety is something that you know we can all experience on a day-to-day basis but it's just how we manage it isn't it and how we respond to it so yeah exactly so yeah 
yeah and I that that's it like that's kind of why I was so keen to you know talk to you about this topic of you know self-love and self-care today because you just have so much experience and I honestly just love all that you create on Little Liz and fun fact for the listeners um I mean I feel like it's a fun funny fact um I started following Liz on Instagram because I was so drawn to her Instagram and I will put the um I will put the Instagram handle for Liz's page in this show's notes as well so you can go check it out um but I had a feeling that Liz well I knew that Liz lived in the same um city as myself but I didn't know like where she lived but one morning I was on the way to work um and like bear in mind it was 7 30 a.m and I hadn't had a coffee yet so I was half I was like half asleep and um I saw Liz and I was like I'm sure that's little Liz but I didn't I didn't like go up to Liz and say hi um are you Liz my name's Danny I follow you on Instagram because we'd spoken online already I I went up to her and I was like hi um are you little Liz (laughs) (laughs) and I just like always think about that and it makes me laugh (laughs) yeah it was honestly one of my favorite moments ever I was like I've officially made it in life like have a chance (laughs) conversations on the bus too Liz and I I miss those because obviously we've both moved since that time and yeah but it's just been so lovely to get to know you yeah same with you yeah it's um one of those things I guess some would say fate probably both of us mm-hmm. would say is God like kind of absolutely certain people's Yes. And, you know, those the those key interactions have led to this interview on this podcast today, which is going to be so much fun. Yeah. So and I can't wait to hear your responses to all these different questions that I have for you, Liz. Um, So that leads me on to question one, which is this. Um, A lot of your Instagram content inspires others to love themselves well. Um, can you give us an example of um, perhaps a time when the stories that you told yourself about yourself made it challenging for you to love yourself well? And how are you learning to overcome this? Yeah, so um, there are a lot of stories that I tell myself or have told myself that don't help me to love myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that happens quite a lot. But I think yeah. that's um, part of the fact that we all have this internal narrative with ourselves alongside what's actually happening um but Mm -hmm. how we perceive things is obviously through that so um that seems like the truest and most real thing we know is on our narrated version of life story basically Mm -hmm. um but actually that's why things like mindfulness are so important because they allow us to have an expanded awareness so we become aware of our own surroundings but also then other people's experience and that can prevent us from just seeing life through our own narrative rather than anything else so Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of step one in avoiding that um and for so also in your brain this is like a very non-scientific way of explaining this but this is how Mm -hmm. I understand it um (laughs) but we have like synapses in our brain and they um send signals in the brain and, and kind of connect things together so they have a big um, input on memory as well um, okay. and obviously the brain itself is like a big network so um, you can actually retrain these links in the brain so often people might link things together like so you might link yourself 
with something like rejection maybe mm-hmm. and that's what you know it but you can retrain mm-hmm. your brain from belief from that belief system and it's really yeah. hard to do that um it's almost like chipping away at something but it is possible um so yeah I think for, for me the main stories I've probably told myself um in the past from like various life events with family and um I guess other stuff that happens as you um grow up that feeling of of being kind of unwanted or rejected has come up mm-hmm. a few times for me um so there's been a lot of stages uh, um me getting to the place I am now I guess um <laughs> yeah so that started out with like a lot of counseling really so I'd say that if anyone's really struggling that much then definitely go for <laughs> that first mm, definitely. Um, but also talking to like the inner child so uh, anyone that's done like psychology you probably know about the inner mm-hmm. child but um yeah sometimes our child self didn't really get to talk about things or didn't get the voice that they needed for the things they needed to unpack yeah. so it's now about like kind of your child self never really leaves you um Mm -hmm. because there's going to be things you do in your life like when you have loads of fun that's your kind of child self talking um and when you're doing something logical that's your adult self talking so it's kind of having your adult self talk to your child self and go okay like what did you need and what can I do for you now and like create that closure within yourself um love that yeah I'd say that's been important um and I guess now I've got the new level of the rejection thing where I was saying to you just before the podcast mm. with like applying for jobs and stuff it can mm-hmm. become a bit of a rejection loop um but then I'm trying to like work really hard on making the disconnect between that yes. being about me and just being about kind of business I guess um, so good and, I love yeah it. so I guess it's a bit about boundaries um yeah for for kind of earlier things in our lives that that need to be unpacked a bit maybe a bit of inner child work and, and just talking to your child self I'd say those are the things that I've done um that I'd recommend and just retraining the brain to to think positives instead of those um, negative thought patterns wow Liz I'm like literally just like mind blown you're teaching me so much I love everything to do with the brain and I I think like as you're speaking um obviously you're talking about mindfulness you're talking about um, retraining the brain and um, I, I I guess what these things have in common is it, it's all a slow process isn't it I guess we can't even though we live in kind of an instant society we can't expect instant when it comes to changing the narrative in our own minds I guess um, yeah exactly so, yeah. yeah it's most definitely not something that it comes with instant gratification at all <laughs> no um, but it's it's worth it in the long run um, and I think some some things like mindfulness itself for me um there can be some instant positives and some that take longer um and I think also a lot of people have this really negative version of mindfulness themselves because they don't really know what it is or if they do Mm -hmm. they've only seen sort of one version of it that hasn't suited them so yeah there's this whole sort of world of coping skills that can be explored which is so vast um and so I guess Mm -hmm. I'd say to anyone that feels like they need to retrain their brain a bit as well if they haven't found yeah the the skill that's helping them yet there's probably loads more out there and it's just about finding which one works best for you well that's what I was actually you've actually just answered my questions I was going to say is there like one set mindfulness technique that you think exists that is suitable for everyone or is it a sense is it just the case of finding the thing that works for you but 
guess you just have yeah. to <laughs> yeah completely I mean there's ones that I love that I'd be like try this try this because mm. I love it but I know like someone's probably going to tell me like Liz that did not help me at all and I'll be really sad about it because it's my favorite but mm. <laughs> but at least they've given it a go stuff. which is the main thing right exactly <laughs> yeah exactly so even with my little Liz stuff I guess I put it out there because I know it's stuff that might have helped me or sometimes when I'm creating content and I'm researching I'll actually be looking something up and I'm like oh this doesn't really work for me but I'm like no but it might work for somebody else because other people have said it works so it's still worth including Mm. it (laughs) I love that so much that's I do know what Liz I just love like as I'm hearing you speaking I'm just I just love how you um are giving the world um such a gift by bringing your transformation to them like through your content it's just it's so it really inspires me so thank you for everything that you create honestly it's so good oh thank you so so much that's so sweet (laughs) honestly um and so Liz in terms of your content then obviously like you talk a lot about self-care and self-affirmation self-love why do you think these things are important um to be honest I think like those things are actually just essential for everyone um Mm -hmm. so something um I kind of I believe I guess is that like the largest pool of love that you can find anywhere is in in yourself for yourself um and mm-hmm. our kind of social narrative if you think if you kind of get rid of the the kind of current phrase of self-love um, yeah. the only love we'd have for ourselves is by dif- by kind of dictionary definition would be self selfishness so mm-hmm. we've never really had a um defining standard of self-love that's acceptable it's been yeah um, always put in this mark of arrogance um Mm. but actually it is essential to have a um a kind of like stock I guess of love yeah you can't you can't give it to anyone else or anything else if you don't have it for yourself first and foremost um because if you it's that thing of like you can't function on an empty cup like you Mm -hmm. your cup does have to be full um, and overflowing before you can give anything away to a partner a family member even like in business relationships um yeah or absolutely anything you do it's you just need excess love basically so if you don't have enough for yourself then you're not gonna have that to give basically um and I think in terms of self-care in particular as well like I'll our body does everything to prioritize us so Mm -hmm. your body will be doing everything it can to look after you um and so often we do the opposite don't we we're kind of like um yeah like our work takes priority or yeah I can come after socializing or like one more episode Mm -hmm. of my Netflix binge or whatever (laughs) it is um and we do it all the time but actually Mm -hmm. um we need to like grow this trust with ourselves um there's something that I think I I'm working on at the moment with myself but but I guess it's like a kind of constant thing I'll be working on and everyone will is like retrusting yourself I think um, yeah for sure if we don't trust ourselves fully then we can't really love ourselves or take care of ourselves so like retrusting ourselves we can make like small little acts so like um if you tell yourself like I'm gonna get up at nine tomorrow when you don't actually need to get up till 10 or something but be like I need to get up at nine because at nine I'm gonna do this thing and this thing and then what I normally do will be like snooze my alarm four times uh, and never end up (laughs) doing that thing before I actually have to get up yeah um 
but if I actually trust myself then when I've said to myself I'm gonna do it then I'll do it so it's like those Mm, small practices um yeah that's that's sort of where I am with it but yeah that's that's why it's important because yeah we can't trust or love or care for anyone else or anything else um unless we look look after ourselves and love ourselves the most first Wow, that's so beautifully articulated, like how self-care and self-love are so wrapped up in each other. Because, yeah, I mean, that's amazing, Liz. I love that, how even just like setting a morning routine of like waking up at a certain time and actually sticking to your what you say. Like that's, in, I mean, I'm trying to do that more so recently, having like a set routine each day. And that's, it's so, it almost motivates me to want to actually like stick with that discipline, not, you know, like because it's with good reason it's with good motives to to improve the way that I love myself so wow that's amazing thanks yeah and then I guess there's that element to it as well if you've done it like for two weeks and you're actually like I really just need the line today you're part Mm -hmm. of your trust in yourself is also to tell yourself when to stop so it's like yeah yeah, it's first doing what you said you're gonna do (laughs) with yourself yeah and then telling trusting yourself to to mark where the end is going to be as well <laughs> mm, yeah so good and I, I guess like it's a constant balancing act isn't it because like life is always um ebbing and flowing and changing up so yeah, yeah. completely so good and also I just want to say as well I love how you um clarified what you meant by self-love because you're right like you know I think oftentimes self-love is equated with like self-indulgence and selfishness and but like quite rightly what you said to love yourself is is essential obviously it's again finding the balance between like self loving yourself but not like being selfish so that you can like give from an um, from an overflowing cup you know metaphorically speaking so that's so good I love that so Liz what would your advice be um today to somebody listening who wants to take a step towards loving themselves well yeah so um I guess first of all we'll take a step right now yeah <laughs> you might as well um, let's do so, it so um, that. yeah so I learned this from um I think she's um well I I basically this this was a very ill articulated this sentence here <laughs> <laughs> um, she's called Sarah Blondin um I okay. know her from um meditation resources that she like leads um but she does a lot of other work around kind of mindfulness and guided visualizations she's written a book um so yeah lots of really cool work all on self-love really and um, so something she does in one of hers which is my favorite um is if you put a hand on your heart right now okay and then doing put that. one on your belly okay and, and then put the phone down there we go yes I'm doing that so like first of all kind of get in your zone I guess and take a deep breath in for five okay and then one out for seven and then say to yourself I love you are you listening I love you are you listening yeah and then just um keep repeating it to yourself until you believe it really so just keep saying I love you are you listening wow I love you are you listening and would you say to do that every day um yeah or as often as you feel like you need it um yeah and it's just it's meeting that inner self um Mm -hmm. or she calls it your unstoried self 
um that exists um kind of inside your heart really that is like drawing that out to be with you um so yeah that's that's step one I would say <laughs> that is so beautiful yeah. Liz I love that your un do you think your unstoried self yeah that's what she calls it yeah wow that's um, good that's so gorgeous I love that I yeah that's like honestly and once again it's about slowing down isn't it you know putting your hand on your heart and your tummy it's like being intentional about just having a moment and yeah and really connecting with those parts of yourselves like your core like your gut and your heart um yeah Sarah Blondin that's from I yeah massively recommend her um to just to listen to or if you want to read her book you can get her book as an audio book as well so if you'd rather listen to her which I would Mm. (laughs) yeah I think I prefer to listen I love to read but in terms of like guided meditation kind of things like that that is ideal I love that wow oh yeah. sorry that it just sorry that it kind of cut out halfway through the med- like the practice just now it's just that they're like no like <laughs> I was like really into it but um that's... I'll definitely be practicing that myself for sure <laughs> yeah so um, that's the, the first part I'd say I'd also say um so something I learned from um Lilith um Gao who basically wrote this book called Helping the Hair Who Hurts which is like a children's kind of mindfulness book um she says when you're trying to do self-love affirmations um to find something you love about yourself down to the smallest thing so if you don't think there's anything you love about yourself do you like do you even love your eyelashes or Mm. maybe like like your hands or yeah um even like your earlobes or like something random Mm, that's so random but I love it this is a really small thing about me but I do actually really like this or like your eye color or I don't know something like that and be like okay today this is going to be my self-affirmation like I love my eyelashes and then you're going to practice that one until you can get to the next one um so yeah just start off with the smallest thing you don't need to love your whole self yet if Mm -hmm. you're struggling you can just start with the the smallest bit of you I love that and that also reminds me actually I I um, saw that you did a video on your little Liz page about um, making a, I want to say it was like a journal with like a picture of yourself. Um, and it was like your favorite, like your favorite things about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a little um, kind of self-love affirmation practice I did. Yeah. So I stuck in a photo of myself and then, yeah, wrote out things I, I loved about myself from that um photo and then yeah you can kind of carry on the practice that way it was just um I'd never done it before actually I just kind of randomly came to me but I was like oh it's quite a nice like suggestion on practicing Mm. self-affirmations if you're struggling with it well yeah and it's good to see it like visually as well as to hear it too isn't it which is which is always helpful I find yeah and I think we're in that sort of culture as well with social media that like quite a lot of us at least have one photo we like of ourselves that we're like okay this is one I really like um so yeah it's quite kind of maybe an easier way to do it if we struggle actually looking at ourselves in a mirror or something to print out a photo and go like this is what I love about me um but then also obviously you know self-love affirmations don't have to be just about the the sort of physical body um Mm -hmm. but you might see one of those photos and be like oh yeah like um I remember this night was really good because of x and so then your like self-love affirmation might be um that you're like really loved by other people or that you're like really funny mm-hmm. if there's like, a family memory or something like that you know it doesn't ha- always have to be the the physical self love that and I guess yeah it's a combination isn't it which is really important 
Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So good, Liz. Um, and so, Liz, I that leads me on to my final question for you, um, which, in a nutshell, which I think we've probably covered a lot of this in what we've just been talking about, but I need to ask you this because it's my core question. I ask every person that comes onto the show, which is, what would you say is one key to showing up to the world as our poetic selves? Yeah, so, yeah, we have kind of covered a few things, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But I think... Um, the key is finding what brings you to your most inner self your truest self um so Mm. that might be like yoga or meditation or prayer for some people um for other people it might be just taking like a screen break or turning your music off Mm. um or taking yourself out the house because you haven't gone out yet today if you sort of struggle with those more meditative Mm -hmm. um kind of elements and yeah it's um yeah just making that connection with your inner self but not feeling like you have to force it one way but just finding what the perfect way for you to to connect with your kind of most spiritual and emotional Mm -hmm. self oh I love that and I yeah I mean I need to I'm on the journey of figuring out that that is for myself Liz would you say that that's something have you found the way that works for you to do that has that taken time for you to figure out or have you always kind of known there are certain things that you enjoy yeah it's taken a lot of time um I guess trial and error really um Mm -hmm. yeah thankfully I was really blessed when I was struggling the most I had a really good counsellor my first counsellor I ever had um when I went to therapy um she was Buddhist and she was like um she basically told me like everything you've just told me feels like way too much more than what I'm trained for but Mm -hmm. I like want to help you so much so she like referred me everywhere did everything for me that would have been otherwise like quite grueling Um, Mm -hmm. and she just gave me like a million different things to try out so I guess like it was quite a supported trial and error yeah yeah but it was a a blessing that I um, always look back on Um, Mm -hmm. if anyone goes to Cardiff Uni like um uh well-being support she's she was called Kath so yeah she was um she was great <laughs> so, so good yeah I would recommend her but yeah so I think yeah it was a, a whole process then and there's things mm-hmm. from then that still work now but uh, you know you kind of life is never a straight path is it so you, you no. sort of end up um finding other things and then those things don't work for those things so yeah <laughs> so, I was gonna yeah. Ask, yeah, that actually like I was just thinking do you find that there, have there been some like techniques that you've used um that maybe have worked on a seasonal basis maybe something that worked for you before maybe isn't as effective now and vice versa yeah I guess so yeah um I think um even with like so Sarah Blondin does this um meditation series that when I first used to do it was so powerful and and really um really connected with me because it was a place I hadn't connected with before but because I've now connected with it a few times um the exercise itself is very good for me to do but it doesn't sort of reach the same depth it did before I guess because I'm already there so now it's digging deeper in other ways um yeah so there's that element of it there are other things that do have just always been good since I learned them so like a lot of grounding techniques um to just ground you in the moment um those ones I find stay the same because I just generally use the senses so like taste mm-hmm. touch smell 
sight sound um so obviously that's something that will always just be a feature of me as a human <laughs> so yeah, I love that yeah. um but yeah yes it, it does change a lot um and yeah it's it's a um it's a journey with yourself and yet you mm-hmm. might feel at some point with well-being and self-love that you've conquered it and then a year down the line or a month down the line something happens and it rocks what you thought you'd like made really kind of rock solid mm, um, that's and, such a good point yeah and I think it's then the, the things that got you to the more solid point originally might not work when you've then been shaken again because mm-hmm. it's a new thing so it's it's just giving your self-allowance for that as well and the space to kind of recover and heal in new ways as you as your body and your mind need really so good Liz yeah and I guess it's just remembering in that process that we're human and you know things change and we change too and we adapt as our environment changes and it's just like like you said just making allowance and space for the healing and the process you know yeah completely yeah something that came up for me today I just wanted to say before I'd um Oh, please do. <laughs> I was um, I put on some Sarah Jakes Roberts. I don't know if you know her. Um, she does like no, I don't actually. Oh, she's really good. Um, she she's Christian, out. so she does like um, she does like talks. I I'm not sure like what um, like specifically if she's like a pastor or anything. I'm not particularly sure, but um, she does this like women um, women's like it's called Women Evolve, um, which is like for um women who are christian and when she talks about loads of different stuff in that um, awesome. and i was stuck on a random episode earlier while i was um clearing out my room <laughs> <laughs> and um she was talking about the bit in revelation where um like there's the dragon um right in front of um mary and then god saves jesus but she's left there with the dragon in front of her she's kind of like why would she's saying why would god leave the dragon um mm-hmm. right in front of the woman but save the the child yeah. um and um she basically like kind of says well god does that for us because sometimes when we feel like we're not reaching what we can reach and we feel like we're being unsuccessful and we haven't mm-hmm. like things aren't working the way we plan them to um it's because god said well like right now the dragon's in front of you and I'm leaving him in front of you because I know you need to you've got fear and I know you've that you don't have the self-belief you need but you mm-hmm. have all the abilities I'm just taking the abilities away from, from you for now so the dragon can't have them until you've overcome that fear and until you've overcome um wow that like block in, in your path and I was like oh that's really really cool way I guess even for anyone that's not like Christian to think about is that Mm. like um sometimes we'll feel like we have all the abilities but we're just not reaching what we want to reach and maybe that's because we've got other things to overcome in our path before we can start using those abilities towards what we we're desiring Mm. and that's yeah and I mean I guess like in terms of like the dragon that represents fear I guess it's it's not necessarily always seeing the dragon as something to really just like run away from but something that can help us to like you know whether it's to love ourselves well or to grow in order to be the most authentic expression of who you know we believe God has created us to be which is incredible 
yes so amazing thanks for sharing that Liz I need to actually read that bit of revelation myself I I haven't read a lot like there's a lot of the second like there's a lot of the new testament that I still haven't read in depth so that's inspired me to look back at that but um wow Liz this has been such a great episode thank you so much for coming on to the show that's okay thank you so much for having me thank you so much and yeah so everyone listening um Liz and I are championing you as you do all that you need to do to love yourself well I will pop Liz's Instagram handle in the show's notes so that you can be inspired to keep loving yourself well and with intentionality and ultimately to bring the gift that is your poetic altogether lovely self to the world around you thank you so much for listening and I will catch you very soon for another episode (laughs) 